Welcome to the Stealth Bid Podcast, Episode 2, for July 3rd through July 9th, 2011. I'm your host, Juan, and in this week's episode, we're going to talk about some Assassin's Creed news, some Metal Gear Solid collection news, why Kojima will never be satisfied, David Hayter recites some Shakespeare, and a new stealth gaming IP. All coming up next. We start out this week with some new images of the same action figure I talked about last week, the same Ezio action figure, and um, it still looks pretty cool. So if you're interested in that, um, check it out. Kotaku has also taken the time to post a collection of Assassin's Creed concept art. It ranges from Assassin's Creed 2 to Brotherhood to Revelations, so if you're interested in the nice art of Assassin's Creed, check that out. Moving on to Metal Gear Solid news, the Metal Gear Solid HD collection has been posted up on GameStop's website with a price of $49.99 and a release date of November 29th. Um, While this has not been confirmed by Konami, it's pretty likely that this is true since GameStop usually gets their dates correct and their prices as well. In somewhat related Metal Gear Solid news, well, only because we're talking about Hideo Kojima, he recently spoke in an interview and said that he'll never be completely satisfied with anything he makes. He said, first of all, I've never created something that completely satisfies me. I don't think that even as technology continues to improve, I will ever be able to create something that completely satisfies me. So now here's where it gets kind of bad, I think. With recent technology, there's more capability for expression in games. With this increased capability of expression through games, I think it's a matter of learning how to use it. Before, when Japanese game directors used Japanese settings like Tokyo, there was no cultural barrier to the rest of the world because the technology meant that you couldn't tell whether it was Japan or anywhere else. Now it is possible, so it becomes more difficult. Instead of using Japanese settings, games have to become more Hollywood. Now, that's the problem that I have, that last sentence. Instead of using Japanese settings, games have to become more Hollywood. This statement is why Japanese games have been failing to make a a mark in the Western market, I mean, among other reasons as well. But Japan is unique, and without Japan's uniqueness, we wouldn't have games like Katamari or Metal Gear Solid or Tenchu or some of my favorites like Ico and Shadow of the Colossus. Not to mention that overall, I think he's wrong about the statement he just made about technology not being capable of expressing itself in the older generations of games that we've had because if you look at Shenmue for example, Shenmue is a strictly Japanese game and you look at it and you literally see Japan. Yes, the textures are blurry but you can see the vending machine and you can see the little snacks inside and they look Japanese and you see the characters and they look Japanese. So his point about games not being able to show the the true nature of of the location you're in is completely false because we have perfect examples like Shenmue that do show the the location in its very true nature. On another note, I would absolutely hate it if if Japanese developers did start making their games more more like Hollywood because I the game industry is one of the few very very global um, industries I mean the perfect example is Hollywood it basically Japanese people right now in in Japan don't look at other movies if they're not American Hollywood movies they focus mostly on those which is very to me very strange because it's like well you have people who speak your language and for some reason you're choosing to ignore them because apparently they're not up to the quality of hollywood 
But like I was saying, the game industry is by far one of the most global industries we have with very strong games coming out of Europe, very strong games coming out of America, and very strong games coming out of Japan. And recently we have actually had some Japanese developers trying to make Americanized games or more Western games, and they've been basically complete garbage. So the truth is we don't want we don't want Japanese developers to lose their uniqueness and make the the Hollywood version of a or rather the western version of a Japanese game because ultimately it'll probably end up like crap. Well, now that my rant is over, um Assassin's Creed has uh increased in pre-orders recently. The Revelations PS3 SKU is number 8 on the best-selling list or best-selling pre-order list at GameStop, and the Xbox 360 SKU is at number 7, so good for Ubisoft. Another piece of news somewhat related to Metal Gear Solid is that David Hayter did an interview recently with Nerd News. Um, It's a pretty funny video in which he ends up reciting parts of Hamlet with his Solid Snake voice. For those of you who might not know, he was a writer on X-Men and X-Men 2 as well as Watchmen. There's a cool Assassin's Creed t-shirt that's being sold right now, and it's supposedly only being sold for today. So if you are listening to this today, get on that, because you won't have another chance later on. But the basic design is a Assassin's Creed logo with an eagle at the front, and then over the eagle's head it says Florentine, below it says Assassins, so Florentine Assassins, and then Established 1321. I assume it's supposed to mimic a college or high school sports team but it's pretty cool looking and it's only going to be on sale today so get on that if you're craving for some batman arkham city news games radar has posted a few sadly low res screenshots but they're there and uh you can look at them in another piece of batman arkham city news ken muftix the senior concept artist for batman arkham city has posted an image of Robin. This one's actually in color, unlike the previous one. And it shows him wearing a hoodie and his bow staff, and it looks pretty badass. I've never been a big fan of Robin, but hopefully it will be pretty cool in this game. The more interesting part about this Robin concept art is Ken Muftik's uh, explanation for Robin's shaved head, for example. He says, We wanted to create a Robin that players would identify as a contemporary character and move away from the traditional boy wonder image that most people know. Our vision of Robin is one of a troubled young individual that is calm and introverted at times, but very dangerous and aggressive if provoked. The shaved head is inspired by cage fighters because we thought that Robin might be doing this in his spare time to keep him on his toes. Still, we kept all the classic trademarks of Robin's appearance, such as the red and yellow colors of his outfit and the cape and mask. He goes on to say, We really hope that people will discover our Robin as one of their new favorite characters in the Batman universe. He's back and he means business. And hopefully he will be pretty cool. The last and final piece of news that I'm personally really excited about is the reveal of a new game from Bethesda Softworks and Arcane Studios called Dishonored. It's being created by three very, well, more than three of course, but the three major people are some pretty interesting um, heavyweights in the industry, some veterans, 
um, Raph Colantonio, who worked on Arx Vitalis and Dark Messiah of Might and Magic, which are some very old school and pretty cool PC RPGs. Harvey Smith, who worked on the first two, well, spearheaded the first two Deus Ex games. And Victor Antonov, who designed the Iconic City 17 in Half-Life 2. So this three people who are working on this game, along with the rest of their development team, um, will hopefully make a pretty amazing game. It's supposed to be a sci-fi universe, sci-fi slash fantasy universe, which is an interesting weird mix. Um, so far all we have is the Game Informer cover, and we see a, a metallic skull-looking mask. We really don't know much about this game, but it is a stealth game, so it's certainly worth mentioning here. Um, and just based on the talent that this game has behind it, it should be pretty amazing. Hopefully it will be. So that's all for this week's Stealth Pit Podcast. Um, listen again next week. And don't forget to follow me at NinjaGamer87 at StealthBit on Twitter. Uh, like us on Facebook. We do have a Facebook page, so you can comment there too. And dig us on Dig if anybody still does that.